0: Now I Do like to be Beside the seaside I do like to be Beside the sea
1: I do like to stroll along The prom, prom, prom Where the frostbred place So just let me be beside the seaside I'll be beside myself with me For there's
0: lots of girls beside I should like to be beside the Beside the seaside Beside
2: the sea Good evening and welcome to another edition of 48 Shades of Football Everyone's favourite uh, English K-League podcast f- Recorded on a Monday night With some slightly inebriated uh, Brits Anyway, so today. Uh, I have, as always, uh, my one and only friend in Korea, Paul. <laughs> Paul, who is like smiling from ear to ear uh, because there's no football, so it means he, he doesn't have to moan about Che or uh, Cha or...
0: Suwon. Or
2: Suwon or Jumping anything. <laughs> so, yeah, so Paul is, a, is is a happy camper one more time.
0: I am indeed, yeah. I had a pretty good week for a, 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 a low football week, so... I'm already anticipating next season with the net, with the news today that Seoul are potentially signing a new goalkeeper.
2: Yeah, Yu Hyun.
0: Yep, all from, the way from
2: Incheon. Who is a pretty amazing goalkeeper, actually, to be perfectly honest.
0: Apparently so. Uh, Incheon had quite a, few, quite a low number of goals conceded this year, didn't he? Yeah,
2: he's, they, I saw our first song two years ago having a fantastic game against Pohang
0: Steelers. But I guess we should wait to talk about that in detail until it's all... Confirm, signed on the dotted line, and in our transfer special, which will be sometime in February, I guess.
2: We should do it, yes. Let's do that, just so that we can talk about Wangy Joe in China, and Park Shin in Japan, and Adriana, Adriana. Adriana. <laughs> <laughs> That's his wife's name. <laughs> Adriano. Ariana. Ariana. Grande. God, man, we've only had two years. Do you think Adriano's a Grande? Uh, I'm sure he's long in the shower. <laughs> Oh God! Oh yeesh. Just so you know, we actually had a two-hour interview with Dan Harris, where we couldn't swear of of any sexual innuendo. So this could be a pretty bad one tonight, guys. <laughs> it could be. Indeed. Of course, my name is Mark. Pauls made no interest or or even attempt to introduce me. <laughs> uh, obviously, I'm Mark. You can tell I'm, I'm the Scottish one. Uh, but thank you, Paul, for my amazing Charlie Chaplin-esque intro.
0: Are you the podgy one.
2: <laughs> I'm the podgy one. <laughs> oh, God. Anyway, today's intro music, Paul, was uh, obviously uh,
0: what we do like to be beside the seaside. Because we won't be next year. Because we won't be next year. No we, classic we, we, fans. We, not, we might not be. Not, not, not to give a spoiler. Oh, so so yeah,
2: Spoiler alert. Glenn's not dead.
0: <laughs> but Pusan
2: R. Uh, yep that's because depending on the results of the playoff no classic fans may be at the seaside watching Pusan
0: (laughs) that sounds like terrible English (laughs) to me (laughs) of course I stopped being at an English teacher at 9pm I guess that's pretty much all we have to talk about tonight isn't it Um, yep so it was a pleasure talking to you guys take care and uh, we'll see you next week I guess we do have to cover the awards ceremony that we attended last week. We did indeed. Um, and that's pretty much the only official content we have for this week and um, until February, I guess. Yeah, but... What, what are we going to talk about in the in the next eight weeks or so?
2: Uh, we have a fantastic uh, double episode interview with Dan Harris, assistant head coach, uh, fitness performance, physical performance
0: man, manager at um, Soul Eland. Plus, good friend of the podcast, Ali, wrote in with a, an idea for a podcast about selecting a best 11. That'll be next week,
2: best 11 next week. We also have a, a pretty amazing uh, review of the season uh, by friend of the podcast, Career Racing, who is going to do it in his best uh, John Watson, nope, that's not his name. His John McCruddick. John uh, impersonation, complete with his sideburns and daft hat.
0: He also came up with a daft idea of a, something we could do in the off-season. What was that, Paul? Uh, you remember last week? Was it last week or the week before? Uh, myself and Career Racing went to the watch the Seoul Elan versus Suwon uh, playoff for a first-round match. Yep. And we noted, go, on going to the stadium, that the seats were very clean. And we noted that at some stadiums the seats are, are never dusty, and at some stadiums the seats are always dusty. And he wanted, to do us, he wanted us to do an in-depth podcast on why that may or may not be.
2: Sure. <laughs> it's going down how quickly here, yeah?
0: Have you got any preliminary ideas I can uh, investigate? Uh, cleaners. Cleaners, so you think certain clubs... Baby have wipes. An army if cleaners, armed with baby wipes too. I so think would, so, yeah. Wipe down each seat before a game, even though so, only yeah. about 200 seats needed. It was like,
2: there was a really uh, funny story once where I was at Tanchon with Korea Racing, and this guy and his girlfriend came in. And, you know, anyone who's ever seen Korean couples will will realise, you know, that there actually is no male in the couple. It really is just, like, the female and an even more feminine male. And so the guy uh, got out some baby wipes and they cleaned the seat, obviously for the girl. And I was, watching the, well, I was watching this getting angrier and angrier and angrier. A, it's a football stadium chief, get a grip. And B, it's a football stadium chief, get a grip. Uh, and as he cleaned his seat, I turned to Korea Racing and said, I really effing hope he now sits in that seat and gives her a hank and says, go clean your own seat. Uh, unfortunately, he didn't. He cleaned her seat and presented it to her like a, like a gift. And she sat down and then he proceeded to clean his own seat. And I lost all respect for humanity at that point.
0: But haven't you ever taken a date to a football stadium nope. where the seats are really dirty and yep. you've got nothing to clean it with, nothing, yep. nothing to sit on? What, what do you do then?
2: Use her hair. Just grab her hair, just wipe her face in the seat. <laughs> it's all good.
0: Did you get a second date?
2: Yeah, yeah, we got married three times. <laughs> um, but no, I mean, like, I mean, if if you go to a football game and the seat's dirty, you don't have an idea. Stand up, sit down. It's a football game. You know, what I mean, it's like. You know, they like are not sitting in the in the front row of the, you know, like, the Broadway theatre watching but Cats. You were obviously in the Porn Sandwich <laughs> I was I was in the Porn Sandwich Brigade. Yes,
0: I was with Alistair and Jisoo. I was in the Porn Sandwich Brigade. You were obviously sitting with the Porn Sandwich Brigade.
2: Yeah, um, I was sitting up in the heavens, like, near where, where the uh, YF boys and stuff that used to be, uh, which is where I sat... In the last game against Jeju because it was raining. Because it was raining and my pussy. And
0: you had a por- prawn
2: sandwich. And I had a porn sandwich, yeah. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but no, yeah. Just can't become myself a pussy, could you? Um, but yeah, yeah. Also tonight, which I mean, we did a kind of review of what we're going to do over the next eight weeks. But well, obviously, you guys are here for tonight's episode and not for the next eight weeks. So tonight, we're going to obviously talk about the playoff, the final playoff between Busan and Suwon. We have Jordi uh, Paul, who was on last week. He's back on again, a little bit more melancholy than last week, uh, to talk about what happened, what didn't happen.
0: I suspect he'll be quite bitter.
2: I think he is quite bitter.
0: He's a bitter, bitter man, apparently.
2: He's a bit like he is. He's a bit like a. He's a bit bitter, but yeah, we'll, we'll hear from him about what happened, how the game finished, uh, how bottles crashed in more ways than one. Um, and will look at the K League. Um, Player of the Year awards. Yep, how they were rigged, fixed, all in John Book's favour, and how
0: we disagree with uh, almost until, everyone until, until they run out of money.
2: Until they run out of money, and then and then <laughs> and then got
0: up. L- <laughs> so that's you introducing me and me introducing you. But obviously we've got a third guest on tonight again, calling in from Pusan.
1: from Happy Pusan. Uh, Miserable, (laughs) Poussin. A very, very angry, pissed-off Poussin.
0: You're a bitter, bitter man, aren't you?
1: I am. I'm very bitter. (laughs) You can tell by the tone of my voice.
0: Welcome back, Paul.
1: Uh, It's good to be back. Thank you for having me on again.
0: I wasn't sure you'd still be available, because I thought if Poussin lost and Newcastle lost, uh, you might have hung yourself or something, but luckily the, the the barcodes came through for you.
1: Yep, yeah, the Magpies came through and uh, got a fantastic win. An unexpected win at the weekend. Everyone was expecting us to lose to Liverpool. Um, but uh, no, I couldn't believe my... Well, the thing is, I, mean, I didn't stay up to watch it because obviously having work first thing Monday morning. So when I clicked on the internet this morning and uh, had a look at the sports page, I was I couldn't believe my eyes, you know, 2-0 to us. So it was like, wow.
0: So I put a spring in my step this morning. So, how did your second team get on over the last week, or your first team? I'm not sure whether Busan or Newcastle rank higher in your affections.
1: Oh, uh, definitely. Um, and uh, well, it's difficult, really. Um, they both got their own charms, um, but yeah, definitely
0: Newcastle's first team because obviously, it's, you know, my childhood team. Um, so obviously, when we interviewed you last week, you weren't very optimistic about about Busan's hopes for the playoffs. <laughs>
1: That's right, and uh yeah, I think my uh, lack of optimism was uh, well founded considering the results. Did you did you watch both legs? Uh no, I didn't watch a Wednesday one, I only went on to the Saturday leg.
0: Okay. Yeah. So but,
1: uh yeah, it was uh it was it was an interesting game. Um it was obviously like like I said, it was at the Gudok Stadium, the the uh, the stadium that the Kyotong normally play at and uh, it was free admission for everyone you know no one had to pay to get in and they were giving out packets of uh, crisps and uh, and what was it uh, snack ramion as well It's
0: quite bizarre well that's bizarre okay so obviously the first leg was in Suwon on the Wednesday that's right yeah I I watched that on the TV or most of it and Suwon really dominated Mm. they had a goal chalked off for offside was it yeah it was offside yeah Um, they had a couple of other good chances Uh, a red card for each team Mm. Suwon got the first red card yeah yeah Uh, it was a pretty reckless challenge but I'm not sure it was a straight red and then the the Pusan guy was a second yellow for I guess more to equalize the sides up and then Suwon finally got the the goal that their play probably deserved quite late on so they headed back down to Pusan or headed down to Pusan with a 1-0 lead Mm-hmm. Um, at that point, Paul, did you think? I mean, before
2: the game, they won nil down. You know, at home, did you think there was any chance, or, or had you read, had you already written them off at that point?
1: Well, to be honest, I'd, yeah. I'd, or, well, it was like with them having that goal at home, we had a mountain to climb, and I didn't think we were up to the task. To be honest, so. Um, especially in like the the first half, Suwon did give us a game, but when they came out in the second half, I think they were definitely playing for the draw.
2: Yeah, I felt
1: because um, they knew that we were incapable of scoring, and so they just sat back and and you know and they soaked up the pressure. Um, I mean, their their goalkeeper had a fantastic game. He put in a couple of great stops. And uh, yeah, pretty much he just soaked up the pressure. Um, uh Hanji Ho came on. Uh, off, uh, he was one of our strikers. He came on for a defender. Obviously, our manager thought that you know Suwon were just going to sit back and park the bus. Yeah. Um, and uh, and actually, I thought that was a smart move. Bring on an extra striker. Give us some more options up front. And it seemed to work because you know we're putting on a lot of pressure. It made us very weak, that back, because obviously we took off a defender. Yeah. And um, and then within the last 10 minutes, yeah, Suwon caught us on the break and got those two goals at the end of the game.
0: But before that, I mean, Wesley had a, a really good chance when he was pretty much one on one with the keeper, right? That's right, yeah. Yeah. And then Bill. Bill, Bill had a. Bill
2: should have scored until you missed that.
0: Yeah, yeah. Bill had a, a good chance where I think he should have scored. Yeah. Um, I, I'm not sure. I, I think. A bit more quality or clinical finishing, and Busan could have definitely evened up the tie and made Suwon think a bit more.
1: Definitely, yeah. I mean, that's yeah. I mean, I say it when well, we're just lacking ideas up front, but we just don't seem to have that many creative players to, you know, to put the
2: goals away. What did you think about the inclusion of Bill? I mean, has he? He hasn't played for quite a while, yeah. Yeah, I think that like was maybe season. his
1: fifth or sixth game this season. Yeah.
2: Did you think yeah. it was a bold move or a crazy move?
1: Um, no, to be honest, I think maybe maybe he was just trying to get his money's worth before he leaves at the end of the season.
2: So yeah, so um, I mean, it was a bit strange to like you know play Bill. Mm. Um, <laughs> interestingly, like was the there was a penalty shout. Uh, I think it was first in the first half. For mm-hmm. So one looked like a pretty a pretty clear penalty. Um, it was waved away by by the referee, who barely, I mean, barely looked at it. I think, right. I think at that point, you know, Twitter was kind of filling up with, "See, told you, you know, the K League won't let Busan get get relegated, uh, one of the founder clubs," and blah blah blah. Yeah, but, it definitely seemed like that.
1: The referee was letting Busan players get away with a lot.
2: Yeah. I thought. I mean, like, do you think there maybe was a little bit of kind of. You know, try and do everything that we can to keep pushing up. Or do you think it was just a, a bad day at the office?
1: Um, well, to be honest, I think the referee was was quite, uh, you know, lenient. I thought, um, even even with some Suwon players as well, uh, he didn't really give out as many cards as I thought he should have given out. Um, although some of his decisions were a bit strange. Like, uh, for example, was it Wesley? He got booked in the second half for something I, I don't know what he got booked for maybe you had a better view on TV Um. yeah what was he booked for uh, yeah Mouth and or
2: something? I don't actually know what he was booked for actually yeah I remember at the time thinking that was a strange one as well yeah
1: yeah I think and, it seemed to be there um, mm-hmm. was a uh, dare striker Jabba he got uh, booked for celebrating too much but and I think in you know given the, the tone of the game I think the referee should have let that one slide as well. You know, they were it was a big game for them. And of it, course they were excited and yeah. he was gonna
2: celebrate with the fans. Um and there was like one minute of extra time left. <laughs> it was like a kind of pretty ridiculous to book him, yeah? Right,
1: exactly. Yeah, it's just like hey, we sort of lost, let's let's just get this game over with, you know, yeah. don't you know, um, yeah, but um, but I tell you one thing. Yeah, the Suwon the Suwon fans they, they put up a good show as well. I mean, there was must have been like what what eight hundred of them.
2: Yeah, that's yeah. The official numbers are supposed to be eight hundred. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Which is a pretty I mean, a pretty big number for Suwon, considering the fact that you don't normally get that at their home games. I don't think,
0: but for a away right. for away fans, that's a pretty big number for any K League club as it? Yeah,
2: yeah.
1: It is. Yeah, yeah. Um, even I guess. I guess. Uh, obviously, after the uh, the short Wednesday, they smelt blood and they were in for the kill. I suppose. I
2: mean, I think. Yeah. I mean, I think it was about. I, I, I. don't think. I don't think the result came as it came as a surprise, uh, even before Wednesday's game. But I think uh, definitely after Wednesday's game, I think uh, the kind of rating was on the cards. They, I mean, I, I think Pusan had been pretty poor all season. Yeah. Uh, they've they've never really looked like scoring all season. They could they can know games. I mean, so I think it was a bit disappointing from that point of view. Like as a obviously like we've seen some some videos and some some kind of like photographs of the of the the Pusan fans' reaction at full time. Mm. Uh, can you tell us a little bit more about what actually happened? Like kind of there seemed to be like some smashed bottles on the pitch and stuff like that.
1: Yeah, that's right. Yeah, um, it's basically usually what well, at the end of the game the players go over to the fans and like they bow or blow them or whatever, and um, and they went over to the the section where they have like the drums and the, the chanting, the singing going on. Uh, well, the thing is that section when Suwon's first goal went in, they they went silent. They stopped playing the drums.
2: Yeah,
1: which was like. You know, it was really bizarre. Um, I guess they did it in like protest of the poor performance of the players, and all you could hear was the C1 fans singing and cheering from the last the last ten minutes of the match. Yeah. Um, so obviously there was a foul mood there, and when the players went over, um, yeah, the fans just started shouting abuse at the players. Uh, a few bottles were thrown at them and stuff, and uh, and. Um, yeah, generally, is a lot of anger and frustration directed at the players, um, the players, and quickly made a retreat, went yeah. to the main stand, where like more the more calmer fans were uh, sat, and uh, they you know said you know thanks and goodbye to them, and then they made the way back towards. Um, the dressing room which was right down underneath where the drumming fans were okay. and then more bottles got thrown at them and everything And so they quickly ran into the dressing room and once they disappeared everything calmed down again so
0: um, but I, I, also, I also saw that when the players got on the bus to leave the stadium the mm-hmm. Pusan fans blocked them in and made them get off the bus and apologise or something like that
1: yeah that's right yeah it's uh, outside the stadium there's a big crowd around the bus and I thought yeah the players are gonna get a hard time from that but uh, I'd, I'd already left long by that time
2: so I mean they like, on like in hindsight should the players maybe not have went and apologized to the ultras or they you were know, like the singing fans the ultras they, they whatever you, you want to call them like in hindsight should they maybe have just Went straight up the tunnel and away, or do you think it, 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 it was the right thing to do? To go and apologise and bow at them?
1: Um. Yeah. I th- I th- well, no. I think it was the right thing to do to come over and apologise. But the way it's the kind of like, um, they were very very slow in coming over. Right. Um. You know, they they didn't look sincere. They were just sauntered up, and you know, they looked very sullen and. Uh, they didn't look like they, they were, you know, really disappointed or upset with their performance. It just looked like they didn't, didn't
0: care, right. you know. I, I know when the final whistle showed and uh, when the final whistle went and the uh, the TV cameras were looking at various players, there was one guy who was crying his eyes out. I'm not sure which player it was. Mm. It, it was, it was yeah, neither so Wesley he, nor Bill. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't
2: that. Wesley or Bill, yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, yeah. was there was there one particular player that the fans were vetting at? Were they vetting their, their anger at you know, the, the captain or were they vetting their anger at the foreigners or were they just vetting their anger at everyone in general?
1: Uh, they were vetting their anger at anyone, everyone in general but I think um, Ebum Young took the brunt of it because he's, I, I don't know, if it, is, is he our captain? I'm not sure. But he, he tends to be kind of the most commanding presence on the field um, and especially at the end of the games, he's one who gets all the players to come over to the fans and yeah. stuff. Um, so, yeah, I think he took the brunt of the anger and frustration. But to be honest, I think it was directed to all of them.
0: Okay,
1: Presumably um, he'll
0: be leaving over the off-season. So,
1: well, of the that's it, yeah. I mean, I can't imagine um, many of our players staying on. Um, I think... Because uh, especially like, you know, Ibum Young, I mean, he was um, called up to the national team for the last World Cup. Yeah. Um, so imagine he won't be happy staying in the K-League Challenge. And
0: then you'll be looking
1: to he was go off somewhere. Oh, he, Han Ho may be looking to leave as well.
2: In um, Ijang Yup. Yeah. yeah. Back in the Classic for second, oh, third season I a I guess. No, no, second season I a yeah, so, uh, mm, I, think I mean, so, yeah we can talk about the about the challenge in a minute, like, but they, like, I mean, over over the course of the season, did you deserve to take it relegated?
1: Yeah, definitely, okay. definitely. Yeah, I think I think so. Yeah, I mean, like I said last time, the you know, the only the last game we one was back in July, you know, uh, and that was against Dayong. So, you know, any, any team. that whose players don't make the effort to play and turn up on you know on the Saturday or the Wednesday or wherever don't deserve to stay in the top league football you know um you know it's 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 strange I think the biggest problem we've had was probably in midfield um they were just they were just you know lethargic yeah when we went on the break, they were very slow in coming up in support of the strikers. They didn't give any of the strikers any service. You know, the crosses going into the box were half Um, easily managed by the defenders. Um, and then when we were defending, they would be slow getting back to help defence and they were just static, you know. Um, so, yeah, there was they made very, you know, the
2: whole season they made very very little effort ok so obviously next season you're in the challenge mm-hmm. uh, will you will you do a Sanju and bounce straight back up or will you do a Gyeongnam and stay there forever <laughs> <laughs> I hope we do a Sanju and
1: bounce straight back up that's my hope yeah Um, I don't know like, like you said uh, the authorities probably didn't want to see Busan go down, so maybe they'll magic something up and let us come back up next season.
2: Four-time, what is it, four-time winners, like um, FA Cup winners, ACL. ACL
0: semi-finalists.
2: Semi-finalists. It's pretty huge, yeah? Yeah, that's right, yeah. I mean,
1: sadly, that was all before I became a fan. Yeah. So, I don't, I don't remember those gloridias, but yeah, you know, we've got the four stars on our uh, club emblem, so yeah, that's our four championship wins
2: there. Well, so it's not your four stars stand for the four players that will still be left at the end of the season.
1: <laughs> that's right to yeah. you.
0: So, will, will you be renewing your season ticket next year? Uh, Yeah, yeah, I'll be going along. I'll, I'll still be going along. But expect, expecting a massive discount, right, compared to this year? I hope so. I yeah. know, how, how much is a Pusan season ticket?
1: Um, well, to be honest, I don't have a season ticket, I just turn up, I mean, it's only 10,000 won per game, so it's really not that expensive, you know.
0: Season ticket would be still a lot
2: cheaper. Yeah, I mean, I don't really know, actually, I mean, it's 10,000 won uh, for a seat, for uh, it's 10,000 won a game at the and I And mean, season ticket was about 100, 150.
0: Seoul's season ticket was 140, as opposed to 14 a game, so it the discount they drum is like forty percent or something like yeah, that.
2: Yeah, I think I think you pay for ten games and you get eight for free. Mm. I think I think it's roughly how it works. And you get a free scarf as well, as well. Well, yeah, unless you take unless you lose the scarf voucher and you end up getting a fucking cup. <laughs> 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 it was I got a mug <laughs> it was, it was because I I was steaming drunk on Soju, lost the scarf voucher and turned up with the voucher for a mug. Well, my mate turned up with both vouchers. They can spend the rest of the season waving his scarf from my face every game.
0: <laughs> you are a mug, aren't you? Piece of shit, yes. <laughs> anyway, thank you, Alistair, for that one. I don't know if you know this, but back in 2004, when Seoul City Government was looking for someone to fill Sangam, they were taking applications, and obviously Anyang applied to move back to Seoul, and Pusan, or Hyundai, applied on behalf of Pusan to move from Pusan to Seoul. So actually in reality this could have been my team if things had worked out differently or whether, whether they'd still got relegated, who knows so it's a little bit bittersweet for me, but the, the, last, the last question I have for you is if you had the choice of saying alright, Newcastle will lose to Liverpool but Pusan stay up, would you take that? Uh, no
1: No, yeah Busan did not do, do not deserve to stay in the K-League Classic. Um, yeah, not after the season's performance they've put in. They don't deserve to be in the top league. So definitely, I would, I'm would. i glad that Newcastle won and Busan lost.
2: Uh, just to follow on from Paul's last question, um, if Newcastle had a horrendous season similar to Busan and they were relegated to the Championship, would you think they deserved to, to be relegated?
0: Like they did five, four or five years ago. Yeah.
2: Because, yeah. <laughs> you know, like, because like, it's a big thing that we, I mean, they like pose a soul fan, you know, I'm a Songnam fan, you're a Pusan fan, you know, but, yeah. you know, like my, I mean, I'm a Celtic fan, obviously, do you know what I mean? Like, first and foremost. So, you know, that, that you said there, you know, that like Pusan deserved to be relegated. If, if it was Newcastle, would you be quite so... Uh, Sanguine. So sanguine in defeat Or would you be more like No they deserve to stay up Because you know I mean if Songnam Like this season Songnam didn't win anything And it's a poor season But I can still say It was a success But if Celtic went through A whole season And didn't win something I would be absolutely pissed off
1: Yeah No I I would be the same as you Yeah I mean uh, I mean so far this season I'm absolutely livid With the way results Have been going for Newcastle Mm -hmm. Um, But it has been I think We've been worse In the past Yeah Um, Because You know I mean We'd be putting in Top class performances Against the likes of Arsenal Chelsea and Man U And losing against them And then we'd play like uh, Norwich And teams like that And you know The players wouldn't even try And we'd get beat off them You know And that's why we got relegated five years ago Yeah Um, But this time We seem to be putting in Some top class performances Against you know know, Liverpool 2-0 uh, we beat Chelsea as well this season.
0: Everyone beaten uh, Chelsea—that's done. Bournemouth beat Chelsea.
1: Right. I was going to say everyone's beating them at the moment. Yeah, Mourinho's in a bit of trouble, I think.
0: So I think that's an interesting question there from Mark. And I think from my point of view, I'm not sure how I'd react because obviously, Seoul are probably a, a stronger team in the K League than Wednesday are back in the UK. So I was obviously experienced four, four or five, five or six relegations in in England. Um, I'm not sure how devastated I'd be, but it'd be a lot more unexpected if Sol got relegated. Yeah. Whereas Wednesday, you always think, well, they do want well one season, but the next season they will probably get relegated.
2: Yeah. I mean, I think you know, if, if I take it from our point of view, you know, they would have seen Celtic win the league all the time, you know, and I'm used to. It, I think I've saw them win a league this season, which they could have done. I mean, they'd be, I mean technically like, they could have won the league had they just had some better results in the other. I mean, I guess you could say well, about any team, I guess, except okay. Barcelona and <laughs> But you know, I mean, I mean, if Solan won the league, I think I'd be drunk for a week. Um, whereas if Celtic won the league, I'd be like, "Yeah."
0: I mean, <laughs> there's definitely. So it's kind of. Some of it's all about which is your first team, which is your second. Yeah. team, But also different expectations. I think my yeah. expectations for Sol are a lot higher than they are for Wednesday, even if my heart belongs to Wednesday rather than Sol. Yeah. Although each passing year, it does the gap does get narrower. I think.
2: I, I th- yeah, I think I would agree with that as well. I think this year. Going to Japan was a massive thing for me, and it's kind of like, yeah, I, I feel way more a, a Songnam fan than I've ever felt. And I think that's going to kind of grow and grow. And I think my my love for Celtic was going to kind of like wane more and more like the longer I stay in career.
0: Because, because we're watching what, say, 30, 30 odd solo Songnam games a season, as opposed to the, one or two handful Wednesday on TV, games yeah. and plus whatever's on TV. Yeah. I so. so I think, yeah, like for me, live football will always win out over televised or following through the internet.
2: Okay. okay and uh, one final question, Paul. Yeah. Just following on you what Paul said there. If if uh, the EPL, if they played summer football, because I actually actually had this question uh, from a couple of friends recently. Uh, if the if, if the EPL played summer football, right? Uh, and you had Newcastle versus uh, uh, Newcastle versus Bournemouth uh, at a 7 p.m. kickoff, and you had Busan versus uh, Dejan at a 7 p.m. kickoff. Would you go to the Busan game and watch it, or would you go to the pub and watch Newcastle on Sky Sports? Uh, yeah, I think I'd probably go along and watch Busan. No, because like
1: Paul said, life you know live football is you know it's much better watching it. in in the stadium, while you there, rather than on telly or on the internet? That, that actually—that's
2: the answer that just got you hired as the third person on the podcast. Oh, brilliant! <laughs> that, that actually, even though I'm today. not drinking tonight.
0: <laughs> that that actually happened to me, maybe six weeks ago. Um, Wednesday, we're in a lunchtime kickoff, so kicking off at midday back in the UK, and Sol obviously had an evening kickoff at 8 p.m., and I was forced to. Ch- I think. I think probably I could have watched the first half of Seoul live, but if I wanted to watch when I had to have left at half time and mm-hmm. gone home, and I decided obviously to stay for the whole Seoul game, Yeah, and then yeah. go to GS 25 and Yeah,
1: I, thought, I was in a similar situation at like that as well. We had an uh, away game up at Inchon, and uh, it was, yeah, in this, uh, oh, I can't remember what it was not it was like uh, the beginning of the season in March or April. And um yeah, we were coming back on the bus eleven o'clock and of course Newcastle were kicking off so I had my you know, updates on my cell phone yeah. on the way back to Busan. But but that's
0: live football against televised football, right? Uh, I get asked question a lot from Koreans is hmm. if Wednesday came to Korea to play uh, some kind of preseason friendly against Seoul, which end would you go in? Ah. What would you answer? If Celtic came and played Songnam. Well, if so were playing, we if playing we're playing Sheffield Wednesday? Would was go in? If Celtic were playing Songnam in a pre season friendly.
2: If Celtic were playing Songnam in a pre season friendly, would Embryo go I would probably. That's a really tough question. I'd, because,
0: like, I, I, I don't for, know. For starters, you know that Wednesday slash Celtic slash Newcastle wouldn't be taking that seriously, right? I'd be I would,
2: I would probably going to sign that man they'd,
0: they'd have a couple of their stars And they'd have a bunch of reserves And they'd be just be A, a kind of Semi-serious friendly Right Whereas Based on what we've seen From Seoul Or whoever playing LA Galaxy Man United Whatever They know, you know They take it a bit, bit More seriously I'd be probably going to sign that man Yeah
2: Probably It'd be tough But I'd probably, but I would probably Cheer both Like both teams Scoring goals
0: But I'd be going to sign that man Probably I, I don't know what i do to be honest I'm, I might even watch half at each end yeah I don't know what I'd do I don't know I, I think it would have to happen I, d- I don't think it will ever happen so I, I think I'll be spared that <laughs> well
2: like Scotland. think Scotland I mean, Scotland uh, there's tug of Scotland coming next season I've so, Scotland versus
0: uh, of career, was a completely different yeah sure. I mean
2: I'll go to Scotland then but I'm going to be the only one there <laughs> do you know what I mean but
0: I'll be there English bathroom. in my David Beckham show have a game like this Beckham with my thumbs pointing at the Paul tells
2: me that he's Scottish and he rocked up for the podcast once. We were in England, top of number seven, David Beckham on the back. You well. can't get more English. I feel like <laughs> if you cut him, cut him open and he bled the Union Jack. Do you know what I mean? Anyway, Paul, I think that's us for tonight. Yeah. Excellent. Thank All you right. for staying up late and they can know you're working tomorrow. Uh, no thank no you problem, very much. Sorry. Thanks for having me on again. So just basically the long shot of the of the conversation with Paul was obviously. Uh, sorry, Geordie Paul was obviously 2-1-1. Uh, uh, the end result was 3-0. Uh, and amazingly, the final goal scored in the K League in 2015 was scored by Japa.
0: He's got an eye for goal. He does indeed. Although it might not be in Korea much longer.
2: No, his, his, uh, his, uh, his Japa side might not be in Korea much longer. He might be uh, playing his trade in China. So that brings us on swiftly, neatly and smoothly. Uh, to the K-League Player of the Year awards obviously the K-League podcasts were, were in attendance we were duped into attendance by the KFA who actually promised us uh, 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 an
0: award for services to the K-League um, they promised us the award for best English language K-League podcast recorded on a Monday night in s- near City Hall by three drunk guys and then when uh they actually listened to our most recent episode, found out it was only you and me. Yeah. It was only two drunk guys. They they basically rescinded the award.
2: They did, indeed. So we need to find a third person so we can win the award next year. Yep. Um, just so you know, Americans don't apply.
0: <laughs> Nor Canadians.
2: <laughs> Nor Canadians. Nor anyone I may or may not have had a fight with.
0: But but actually before we get into the, the sort of the awards for all the players, they did have an award for basically service to football last year. Uh, I think we could potentially work our way to that in about five years if we keep <laughs> working hard at the podcast and actually build up a decent listenership.
2: Listenership? Is that a fucking word?
0: It is now. Is
2: now. If you want to join our listenership, you can find us on uh, Facebook, YouTube, SoundCloud or iTunes, and Twitter as well. And if you don't want to join our our listenership... Fuck off. (laughs) Go back to QVC channel and go and buy that uh, Zirconia ring for your fourth girlfriend. So that's just my life. (laughs) That's no one else's. Anyway, let's move on swiftly, as I said. Uh, First up, Paul, K-League award. What one will we go for first?
0: The first one they presented was the most valuable player as chosen by K-League fans. So it was a, a public vote
2: which was the only one that wasn't uh, influenced and uh, pretty much hamstrung in
0: by the KFA. So the, the three candidates were the same candidates that were up for the main MVP, namely the Wookiee, uh, E Dongguk and Yom Ki-hun. So namely the Wookiee, the Yummy and the Dong. So in a popularity contest, who do you think won? The Wookiee, the Yummy, or the guy that's on a... Uh, A weekly television program watched by millions.
2: Uh, I'm going to go for the bookie.
0: And you'd be wrong.
2: It was the dong? It was indeed. (sighs) The dong always wins, that's what she said. (laughs) So did the dong win any other awards?
0: Uh, We're not going to take it
2: award by award. We could do, yeah. I just just wanted to try and throw in some more dong jokes. Uh, So next up we have the award for the best goalkeeper. The nominees for this were uh, Park Jin Hyuk of Songnam, um, Kwon Sun Tae Kwon of Jeonbuk, and the guy from Pohang. <laughs> Who played every game?
0: Uh, Yi Shin Hwa or something
2: like that. Yi Shin yeah. Who's out of contract at the end of the season and has not been off the new contract amazingly enough.
0: Really? After playing 38 games?
2: After playing 38 games? He, he's out of contract, and Pohang have not offered him a new contract yet. So he looks like he could be away.
0: So in our previews last week, we thought that Quan Sunte, the Chonbook keeper, would win it.
2: Yep. Not because he should, but just because we thought he would. Because we're a cynical bunch, aren't we? Yep. Uh, and the winner was, drumroll, roll, John Book. Kwon Sunte. <laughs> Kwon Sunte, who else, yeah? So Quansante, but winning, I mean, probably... I, I guess in fairness that one was one of the justifiable John Book Awards probably or the, sorry one of the most
0: justifiable John Book Awards I guess there, there are other, certainly other awards to get upset about rather yeah. than this one
2: I mean Pat Jun has a, had an amazing end to the season like he was definitely in my book he was the best goalkeeper over, over the last maybe 10 games yeah um, but the awards over the season, uh, and I think it was probably right that he was he was he was passed over for it. Yeah. Yep. All Next up, we have the best defenders. This was an award that we had three candidates for each position. Yep. So three for left back, four for centre back, and three for right back.
0: Yep. Our prediction for left back was Hong Chol of Suwon, and the winner was Hong Chol of Suwon. Even though we didn't think he was really a left back.
2: Yeah, I'm still not convinced. I think he's a left midfielder. But anyway, um, uh, our centre backs protections. We had, um, I believe, for centre back,
0: we had. Yun Sun Young of. Yun Sun Young of
2: Songnam, which and
0: you thought was a, 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 a dead certain, nailed on dead certain. Yeah, I mean, made the national team.
2: Has uh, been pretty almost ever, I mean almost Osmar-esque with his uh, ever present status. I think he got injured a little bit and missed maybe two or three games, but pretty much he's been like a kind of stalwart in the Songnam defence.
0: And I saw in a review somewhere that he really came into his own after Songnam's other main central defender got injured. He turned so in. he, Yeah, so he came up and sort of took over and yeah. where it could have all gone wrong, he really sort of led the line. And
2: he's been, I mean, he's been excellent. He's been absolutely brilliant like, and fully deserved his, his call-up.
0: Yep. and um, then our other pro- there were two Chombuk guys, but I guess the two Chombuk central f- centre backs were both nominated, and we thought it'd be one of them. With the probability that it'd be Kim Kihi, who's in the national team.
2: Yes, uh, in reality it was Kim Kihi, who was in the national team, and Inchuns.
0: Jovici or, or it's, Jovanovic? Jovanovic. I, I completely screwed up the spelling. It's not. It's not that. Okay. okay, Jovici, yeah. It's Jovici or something like that, yeah. A guy so good.
2: It's so amazing that we don't even know his name.
0: But good friend of the podcast, Murislav, put up a best 11, and he was in that. So, so was mean, Young Sun, though. Yeah, so basically it should be Kim Gee that's not here.
2: Yeah, I mean, it should be... Uh, I'm, uh, I mean, I'm not surprised. Like, if you, I don't want to do a spoiler alert, but pretty much Sol Nam won nothing for what has been their best season in four years.
0: And Chumbuk won everything for...
2: What was like A stumble over the line, yeah? Yeah. Uh, I'm really, I'm stunned that Sonam on nothing. I, I'm I'm completely anyway. We'll talk about the other awards. Obviously, right back there was no there was never any any doubt about right back. Yeah. Uh, right back was always going to go to the one and only Oree So much so that we have no idea who who the other candidates were because we didn't even look at them. Yeah. <laughs> it was always going to be Chaduri. Yeah. Okay. Uh, next up, we have the best midfielders. Same idea: three for left midfield, uh, four for centre midfield. Uh, 3 for right midfield
0: uh, left midfield was fairly obvious wasn't
2: it yeah, it was always going to be uh, Yum yeah, Kihan who has had an amazing season well I mean uh, an amazing start an amazing end uh, not too great in the middle but he started incredibly well got a recall up to the national team much to the irk and annoyance of Stevie Waddle uh, who's no longer with us not in the world <laughs> just in the podcast although <laughs> although we don't know yet until I go home uh, but then he kind of fell away uh, in the middle of the season. But at the end of the season, he's come back roaring, like, in roaring form. So, yeah, I think the Yumi was always going to get it, to be perfectly honest. But I think that's probably justified as well.
0: I, I, I was out at the Suho Shin executive meeting last night, and people were asking me if you could pick one player to sign over the close season, who would you pick? And I said, if you gave me carte blanche to choose anyone, I would choose Ki Hun. Assuming that Molina's out, I would pick Young-Kihun to come in on the left and deliver in the cross for Adriano and possibly Dejan or whoever. Yeah. At which point everyone basically said, get the F out. <laughs> Leave! <laughs> There's no way that Young-Kihun can be accepted for Sol. And I said, well, you, you say that now, but if he actually signed, yeah. you might have a, w- a few words. But as soon, he, as soon as he popped in his first free kick, Yeah, his first
2: liked, free kick in the back yeah, of the Yeah. Head. yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah, I, uh, as a Nam fan, if you could offer me one player... Uh, to the like sign out
0: of all the teams, you'd be hard-pushed not to say yum young, young. He's probably the most unique player in the league, I think. Yeah. So He's got the sweetest left foot of, of anyone in that league. As much if, as I hate Suwon, I, I would love to see him playing for Seoul.
2: Interesting enough, you, you'll hear over the next couple of weeks uh, when you listen to the interview with Dan Harris uh, about how there's not enough explosive players uh, like in, in Korea, we don't encourage who has to take a man on and so on. I think Yankihan probably falls into the kind of category of the player who who will create something.
0: Although, from, da, although from Dan Harris didn't mention him even once.
2: Well <laughs> he didn't mention him even once, yeah. But I think Yankihan is the kind of player that does put uh, bombs on seats, so to speak. Yeah. Uh, he is. Yeah, he is a pretty a pretty sweet player. Um, and yeah, I would definitely have him in the One team.
0: He is in the one team.
2: <laughs> Fuck a duck. I would definitely have him in the Songnam team. Uh, in centre mid, we predicted someone from Jongbook, probably. Um, yeah, We predicted Kwon Changhun from Suwon, yep. the Wonder Kid, and we also predicted Ozma.
0: The ever present.
2: The ever present. Strangely enough, uh, we got half of that right, and Kwon Changhun made the made the the center mid osmar didn't even though he was ever present in center mid i don't know what else he can do to actually have made
0: that team but anyway i, I think what we didn't realize last week is that they were osmar was getting a special award anyway for being ever present so we'd assume they'd have to recognize that and they did by give by creating a whole new category for him and and the poor angoli who were the, the only two ever presents for last season yeah, i guess yeah and we did spend a, quite a bit of time debating between whether it's going to be who is going to partner Osmar in centre? Whether it's going to be Kwon Chang Hun or EJ Song, we said, are they going to give whoever gets the Young Player of the Year in the best eleven, or are they, yeah. going, to, or are they going to give the other one the yeah. award as a as a as a uh, as a consolation?
2: So I think with with, with Osmar getting his own uh, his own yeah. award, and I guess yeah, I guess it made sense that um, EJ Song, who
0: who has had a pretty uh, exceptional season, yeah. So. Um, E.J. Song and Kwon Jang got the award for central midfield, and
2: and the right midfielder was uh, the the candidates were um, three players. Uh, one of them was Jeju Song Jin-hyung, who who ended up winning the award. But the Pohang guy was up there as well.
0: The the right midfield position was was the one, one
2: that we had no real idea about
0: because neither of our two teams have a decent right midfielder. Well, that they will. I think I think we concluded that of, of the three candidates, we'd never really heard of any of them, so we'd yeah. it was a, seemed to be a problem position for the... But, yeah, uh, we we plumped for the Cheju guy to win. And to he won. And he did, so... Yep. Song Jin Hyung, step up, son. You won the award. Congratulations.
2: Best right midfielder in our country. that's only one right midfielder. And then... Next up was the all-important and probably the most important award. It was the How Can Paul Possibly Get Closer to Adriano Than He Already Is Award. <laughs> um, it was the top striker. Uh, so they, there were six candidates for this award. Yep. You had uh, Adriano, uh, Wee jo, the Wookiee, the Dong. Yi Jong-ho of Cheonnam. Yi jong of John-nam and Santos. Santos, I believe, of Siobhan, yeah. Uh, Santos been a bit of a joke because he was—he's been absolutely rank all season.
0: Presumably, it's more like you won it last year. Yeah. So. Uh,
2: obviously, the award would go to those strikers who were actually the top goal scorers. So it was—it was going to be between the rookie Adriano and Vijo uh,
0: Yep, that's what we predicted.
2: Yep. Uh, of course, the KFA, the K League, everyone would obviously follow suit with the K League podcast because we know what we're talking about. Uh, Adriano made it fantastic. Well done, well done, the wee man. Yep. Uh,
0: and somehow, wait, wait, if you say the wee man, people are going to get confused between whether you're talking about Wejo or. Amazing that Wejo was taller than the wee man, Adriano. <laughs> so there's a wee
2: man and there's Wejo, because Wejo is actually quite tall.
0: He is.
2: But he's he's not as tall as a rookie. <laughs> so yeah. So basically, like uh, the winners were Adriano. Fair play. He definitely deserves it. He's had a pretty amazing season. And somehow amazingly he do Gook.
0: I mean, I was absolutely stunned when that was picked. <laughs> <laughs> I, I
2: literally mean, have no words for that award, to be uh, honest. I mean,
0: he, he's been a great servant to chombuk and he's been up in the goal charts for the last how many years, but my impression is that this year he's not played as much as he has in previous years. He's, he's I, definitely winding down, isn't
2: he? I mean, he's not even Chumbuk's top goal scorer. He's not even John Book's top goal scorer, I don't think. Edu is still the top goal scorer, is he not?
0: Uh, I mean, I could be can't wrong. Say, can't say for sure, but I wouldn't be surprised.
2: Uh, I just don't understand how Edenbridge won that award. I don't understand how you can, how can you? I mean, this is what I don't get. How can you shun the Golden Boot? Like the Golden Boot is the guy who scored the most goals, I right?
0: Mean, yeah, I mean, I mean, we spent a, a good deal of last week talking about how we don't particularly rate the Wookie, but he did score the most goals. Yeah. So how can you say he's not in? Not doesn't deserve to be in the mo- in the best eleven?
2: Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. And then you have Jo, Joe, who's scored a goal in every competition he's played. He scored a goal in the FA Cup, he scored a goal in the K League, he scored a goal in the ACL, he scored a goal in International. Edong Gook isn't even an international team. They, I don't understand how you can say that Edom Gook gets the shout uh, before the rookie and Wangie Joe. It, it, it's dumbfounding. It's ridiculous. Yep. I mean, there's one wor- that out of all the awards, that's the worst award. There's other awards that were a little bit crazy, but for me, it should have been Adriano and the Rookie or Adriano and Wangy Joe. I mean, Adriano definitely should be in the team. Definitely, I wouldn't put the Rookie and Wangie Joe. Because I don't think. I mean, if if, they, if they're looking at it from can they play together, like would they make an actual good partnership? I think Wangy Joe and the Wookiee would be like the worst partnership in like in, in history. Yeah, because they're two really selfish players. I don't think they could play together.
0: Yeah.
2: But Adriano, the way he he plays, the way he plays off yeah. the striker, uh, I think definitely him plus either the Wookiee or Wangy Joe. <sighs> it was a strange one.
0: Now, I mean, I've never been to any kind of award ceremony before. Uh, it was my first time, uh, but I found it really interesting. There were some really odd prizes given. And you I mean, think, apart from the ones to John Uh Yeah, well, but not not the ones I disagree with, which were, I mean, fairly obvious prizes, to, fairly obvious prize categories to have, even if I didn't agree with the choice. But there were some odd categories, shall we say. I mean, I guess when they have the, the uh, Oscars, they have the, like, the technical awards and that, which is things you don't really hear about, but...
2: Yeah, I think probably the, the weirdest award was the one that Chad Rhee won. The second one that he won. The second one that he won, yeah. yeah, uh, Which was for... He won a prize for having the best photo taken during the season. Which was a photo taken during the All-Star game.
0: Yeah, so at the end of the All-Star game, everyone knew it was his last season. So the, the players gathered around and sort of... Threw him up in the air. Threw yeah? him up in the air and, and some journalist somewhere took a photo of it. And that was... Deemed to be the best photo, the best football-related photo of the season.
2: So, surely the journalists won the award, yeah?
0: I guess the journalists did win the award, but they had Char come up on stage and accept it on his behalf and make a speech. And even Char was kind of a bit bewildered, saying, "Well, it's a photo of me, but the skill was all with the photographer and the timing." And but yeah, uh, I guess I guess I should say that the the, the uh, award ceremony was a two-hour a two-hour do. And the first hour was televised live on TV apparently, and the second hour was not. This was roughly two thirds of the way into the the first hour, so it was on TV. So I guess they couldn't have some kind of oik paparazzi coming up and saying, making a speech accepting the prize.
2: I guess the idea was to get Chaddari to come up as many times as possible because he basically was his last season. So, yeah. so, so the idea is to get him to like, hey, look it's Chaddari. I mean, he's on TV and does commentary anyway, yeah?
0: Yeah. Okay. So,
2: so that was a, a, a rather strange award, as in strange in the naming, or strange in the reasoning. Yep. Next up we have the Young Pura of the Year Award, which obviously was between EJ E. J. Sung of Jongbook, Kwon Chang Hun of Suwon, or Hwang Yi Jo, of uh, Songnam, obviously. Um... I think we had discussed this, uh, as you said, at great length, as we've done with all the awards. And we reckoned it probably should have gone to Joe, But it probably wouldn't. But it should do. Yeah. Would probably go to EJ Song because of the John Book success. And the award went to EJ Song. Woo! Uh, I mean... Songs had a pretty good season, he made a national team, blah, de, blah, de, blah, as we discussed last week, he scored a winning goal that won John Book the title, but when you have a guy who scored a goal in every competition, uh, scored against you know teams like um, Guangzhou Evergrande, no he didn't, he did, uh, you know, like some of the goals that Joe has scored this season have been pretty phenomenal goals. I just think he deserved some form of recognition be it in the team of the year or be it as a young player of the year and I'm really surprised he didn't get either but just like on the pitch he probably needs about six or seven chances before he wins an award so I'm assuming he'll get one maybe in 2020. Okay so we're getting towards the end of the awards now Uh, the next up we have that amazing legend of a manager Uli Stilicke he was going to present Manager of the Year Award. Uh, so, if there's any, if there's anyone called Ju offer for that award, you're definitely not getting it. <laughs> the candidates were obviously uh, John Book's uh, Chi Kang
0: Hee.
2: Mm. Uh, Song Nam's Kim Hak When mm. <laughs> You have a, a cow, all of a sudden. Uh, and Pohang's...
0: Han Sung Hong. Han Sung
2: Hong. who gets an extra ooh, an extra long ooh for resigning and moving over to Europe. And Seouls Cheong Soo. Ooh. Unfortunately, Che didn't get anywhere near the Was in fact. Why was
0: mom, why was it the award ceremony? I don't. He didn't. He didn't present anything. Like most of the managers most of the K League Classic managers were there, but they were all presenting awards. But Che didn't even do that. Was, I didn't get it at all. Hmm. Maybe he couldn't find the road to the table to pick up the award. But basically, the only reason he was there is when Chattery made his speech. In his acceptance speech, Char said, "Maybe I can get along with him now more uh, comfortably, shall we say, more casually, rather than boss to employee. Maybe we can get on as sort of not not quite as equals, because obviously Trey's a lot older than Char, and this is career. But sort of re- re- remove the burden of being him being a senior and." And then, obviously, the cameras focused on Trey, apart from that he did nothing at all. And did he smile? Uh, I think he gave him a dirty look, to be honest. Yeah, probably, yeah, probably.
2: Uh, Anyway, so back to the award. Uh, The winner was obviously going to go to the manager who, with the least amount of money, uh, managed to take his team above the the kind of expectations of not only the media, but the fans themselves. Uh, I think we had kind of said
0: it should be... Kim Hak Kim Hak Who massively overachieved. Massively overachieved. But we also said it would be... Che kang Yi. Who won the league with the most amount of resources and etc, etc.
2: And was unable to keep two of his best players. Uh, And the award went to, no drumroll, obviously, Che kang yi
0: I mean, of course, he won the league, you can't not give it to him. And I'm sure that will be replicated in the the K-League Challenge section.
2: Of course it will be yes, because obviously the winner of your league must win the award. And those, that actual Manager, who is pretty good, yeah. Next up is one of the probably uh,
0: one of the most important prizes uh, for the classic, which is the MVP, as decided by the the K League officials, as opposed to the fans.
2: Yeah, which, so the fans voted for Yi No, the the fans voted for not MVP, but
0: it was the fans MVP.
2: The fans MVP. And this instead is the K League's idea of the MVP, yeah? Yep. Which obviously must be different from the, from the actual um, fans' MVP, you would think, yeah?
0: Normally it would be, right? Because the fans, it would be. the fans have an idea of. Normally you'd take the fans over the, the officials, wouldn't you?
2: You would normally, would yeah. So the winner of the fans' MVP
0: was. Yidonguk. So in, in, the, in England or Scotland, I would pick the fans to choose the right person and the officials to choose the wrong person. And in career, I would definitely say that the fans would choose... Well, I would, I would pick the fans to choose Lee Dong-guk every day of the week because they're yeah. fucking moppets. Okay, so uh, the fans chose... Lee Dong-gook. The officials chose... Dong-gook
2: Lee. We chose... Yom gi hun Who knows best? We do. We do. Unbelievable. How Lee Dong-gook has won so many awards... For literally doing nothing more than banging the really hot... Miss Korea. Miss Korea is beyond me. Plus half of Middlesbrough, allegedly. Allegedly, along with Chad De Rhee in Glasgow. But hey, Chad, sorry, that's not why you get divorced, I promise it wasn't.
0: Along with Osmar and Eta one, presumably, <laughs> allegedly.
2: <laughs> oh, and Almir, who still has that blue makeup on his face, he doesn't know why.
0: I mean, uh, I think I... <laughs> I think we tweeted at the time that was Dong-gook was extremely lucky to be nominated for that award. Young gi I could understand, he basically dragged Su-won into second place, didn't he?
2: Yep. What happened to Tae
0: But Jong Tse was only there for half the season. And um, Jong Tse probably only prospered because Young ki was banging crosses yeah, to him. Yeah, I would agree. So, I mean, yeah. Young ki probably responsible for 80% of su second place. Yep. you responsible for maybe thirty percent of it. Eight, 8% or 38%. 8%. eight percent or thirty-eight percent. Eight percent. Eight percent of of Chumbuk's league win. I think so. Yeah. And uh, and the wookie was probably responsible for equally half of <laughs> half of All Sun's disappointing season and half of their yeah <laughs> miraculous rise to eighth or ninth. I mean, we'd assume that they would give it to the guy that was the golden boot. We
2: did but they didn't
0: but they didn't so we i think we said that the wookie would win it yom should win it shows how much we know
2: and then end up it went to the dong yeah the dong how did the dong win that award
0: uh, it's that's disgraceful and i think the, the twitter universe was pretty much united in agreeing with that now at this point in the award ceremony girlfriend came on and played us there their hit single Thus, thus concludes the live broadcast portion of the uh, the award ceremony. Now we're going into the the somehow not significant enough to be broadcast live, but still ha- but still somehow important. The Kelly Chance Awards. Uh, there were. I I assumed it was going to be challenged, but they also brought in a, lo- a whole lot of uh, sort of sort of subsidiary awards or secondary awards for the classic.
2: Okay, so next up we have uh, the Golden Boot Award for the Kelly Classic.
0: Who do you think won that?
2: Well, this this was 100% going to be given to uh, the rookie. Not even E Dong Guk who stole that award from him. Like he stole a penalty against Songnam the day after Jeju <laughs> to win one. Now
0: I think you I think you underestimate the corruption of the K League to be honest. <laughs> you can
2: actually have someone who has like four goals more than someone else and still give it to the guy who's ten.
0: But. Uh, this time the Wookie did win. To be honest, so. he did win. You think that'll get his transfer overseas? Uh, if that doesn't, then he'll we'll be stuck with him forever until he decides to retire.
2: I think so. I think this could be his last time. This, this could be his last his last chance. I think, think if so? he doesn't get a move to Europe uh, this January, I don't think he'll get a move to Europe ever.
0: Uh, the interesting thing for me was that when the Wookie made his acceptance speech. He said that uh, Dong could. That he said that. He said that the Dong had apologized for stealing his MVP award because, I mean, generally, no matter what we think, I think MVP has got traditionally gone to the guy that scored the most goals. Usually, I think, yeah.
2: So that was uh, that was the Golden Boot, which couldn't really go to anyone else other than the Golden Boot, the guy who scored the most goals.
0: Next up, we have the prize for uh, the most assists. That was obviously going to Yom Kihun.
2: Yom Kihun, who had obviously way more assist than anyone else. I mean, I think definitely, can. Like, um, we might dislike uh, Sue and Blue Wings for everything that they stand for, and their fans stand for, but uh, at the end of the day, you no denying the guy is literally, probably, for me, the best player in the K-League this season. Uh, I want to disagree with you, but I can't. Yeah, I mean, he's... He's been pretty amazing, and I think he probably, he didn't get recognised enough, maybe, maybe not enough enough, but he made the team of the year, he got that prize for the most assists, and I think, yeah, I think that you would got be pretty happy with, it, with that for him. Yep. Uh, next up was the Golden Boot for the Challenge Award, uh, that went to, again, like, pretty obviously that went to Jonathan, um, who has had a pretty amazing season for Degu. Now we're going to move on to the most assists in the challenge. That award went to Elan's Kim J-Song, who obviously had the most assists in the challenge.
0: Not much to say about this. is it's, it's a factual thing. Whoever had the most assists had the yeah. most assists.
2: So not much we can say about that. Uh, the classic fair player prize, uh, who was probably... might have gotten the SO, Probably not, anyway. But definitely couldn't go to the FCSL after the, after... Uh, well, this, this be brutal here. The twats of Thanatos let off a flare at uh, a relevant cup match, uh, FA Cup against Pohang.
0: They only did it because the, the club told them they could. And then they later, when, when they got fined, they said, Oh, we never said that. Denied yeah. all knowledge of it. But I'm not quite sure what that has to do with fair play for the. Fair play should be what, what happens on the pitch, should it not? You would think he so, yeah. The pitch. But apparently. So what happens in the stands as well, yeah? But apparently this was slated to go to FC Seoul until that incident, so...
2: Uh, which is quite strange, because that incident happened halfway through the season, so how can you have already made a decision at that point? Uh,
0: I, I guess I guess it's one of those things where they do an interim thing, where FC Seoul are top of the fair play league. Oh, you've done that. Right, you got minus 20 points or whatever. Uh,
2: so, instead of going to Seoul, the fair play prize went to Suwon, which is the equivalent of giving uh, Floyd Mayweather a prize for like best husband or best boyfriend of the year?
0: <laughs> I mean to be fair if they'd have given it to Chumbuk, Pohang or Inchon I'd have been really seriously annoyed but
2: I mean if we're talking about the number of red cards it should be based on the number of red cards, yeah?
0: yeah. Well, bookings and red cards. The bookings and red yeah. cards.
2: Um, I, don't remember a Songnam player being sent off all season?
0: I think Songnam are quite a clean team. Seoul are quite a clean team.
2: I mean, Seoul obviously must be a clean team if Osmar went through the whole season and didn't get uh, a red card, yeah? Like, in his position. Yeah. So, uh, you talk about Seoul, talk about Songnam. I have seen a couple of Super 1 games and I've seen at least two Super 1 players sent off. Um, you had the player sent off in the Match. So 1-3-1 You had the Guy sent 3-0 3-0 You had the guy Sent off In their opening day Against Pohang In their birthday game Definitely In in their opening game Against Pohang They had the man Sent off Definitely In the 3-0 game They had the man Sent off So that's at least Two red cards This season
0: Although their disciplinary record Probably has improved A lot since John TSA left Because he was getting Half their red cards Wasn't he
2: Yeah But that was last season Though so I'm, I'm really surprised that the fair play award could go to Suwon. I, I don't... and I, I think maybe the key league's idea of fair play is different from our idea. Like, our idea of fair play is what happens on the pitch. Maybe their idea of fair play is what happens in the stands. I have
0: no idea. I, I just assumed that Jumbo could run out of money by that point. So yeah. they, they couldn't afford to bribe any more awards.
2: But I think it's a very strange one because I, I would not have said Suwon were a, a particularly clean team.
0: So after that presumably got onto the the K-League Challenge Best Eleven.
2: We did. This went to pretty much two teams. Uh, Sangju, the army, and so Eland, the barmy.
0: Plus a couple of Tegu players, I think. A
2: couple of Tegu players, yeah. yeah. Um, with the main strikers being Jonathan of Tegu and Jumez of Eland. Yeah.
0: Which is probably the obvious choices. Yeah, I
2: would think so. I mean, Jappa could have probably sneaked in there, Tarabai maybe, he's been pretty good at the sixth, sort of, end of the season, uh, but yeah, I mean, CC might have been able to kind of worm his way in, but you've got to imagine that, yeah,
0: and only came in, in halfway through the season, so I guess January. he was never,
2: but I mean, definitely Japa's come close, like Some, I think we discussed this last week, like, with his important goals in the playoff maybe Japa would have been able to get in there. But yeah, I think probably for the most part, we've been the best two teams, or two, I mean two of the better teams. So yeah, I would agree with that. I
0: mean, in the best element, I think three of the four defenders are from Sangju. Of the four midfielders, two are from Elan, one was from Sangju. And then the strikers, we already discussed, one from Elan, one from Tegu. So yeah, it's basically a who's who of the top. Yeah. Interesting for me, I guess, Sue, Sue on the team that finished third and actually got promoted, didn't have a single player in the best 11.
2: That's great, yeah. And I noticed that uh, Anyang had a couple players. Yep. A couple of midfielders. Yep. I mean, Anyang probably, they really did underperform this year. They should have done it way, 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 way better than they did. I mean, to like after last season, you were really looking at them finishing the top four this season. They should have done way better. Anyway, next up we have uh, the Manager of the Year Award, which obviously went to you because they won the league, because you would replicate what you did in the Classic with the challenge.
0: Yep, you'd think so.
2: Well, you must have done. It was the same, it's the same governed
0: body, so obviously they would apply the same rules, yeah? Uh, apparently not. Who won it? The Suwon manager. Fix? At that stage he was through to the playoff final against Pusan, but hadn't even played the first leg, so...
2: It's mean, pretty amazing how... In the Classic, it's the team that wins it, that gets the Man's of the Year. In the Challenge, it's the team that's the best team, yeah? Anyway.
0: I mean, we've, we did say that he should be the guy that should win it. He should have won it, definitely, yeah. Um, clearly, Suwon overachieved massively this year. They've got quite. You'd, you'd assume, obviously, we don't know for sure, but you'd assume they've got relatively limited resources. Yeah. But he got them up into the, the K League Classic. Uh, they're playing really attractive football every time I've seen them anyway yep I mean they
2: deserved it yeah definitely
0: so I mean internal politics is just a load of shite isn't it
2: pretty much Uh, next up was the MVP award for the key league challenge that obviously went to Jonathan who won his third prize of the day team of the year MVP and golden boot
0: I guess he was clearly way ahead in the goal scoring charts wasn't he so by far the best player in the in I mean, the we thought it might go to Japa, but you can't really argue with Jonathan either, can you? I think, the
2: reason why I thought Japa was because of the, the importance of Japa's goals. Yeah. Like, the goals he scored were, seemed to be the, the kind of ones that were more important, the playoffs and, and so on. Yeah. But, I mean, over the course of the season, Jonathan obviously banged him in. Yeah. So, and then, next up, we have a special prize to recognise Osmar, Osmar's ever-present achievement,
0: and the Pohang goalie,
2: and the Pohang goalie as well, yeah.
0: Yeah, the, the the two players in the whole of the K League Classic that played every minute of every game.
2: I guess it's a, it's a lot easier for a goalkeeper to do that than it is for a, a defensive midfielder. So I think uh, I think Osmar's award is probably a, a little bit more significant than the than the Pohang goalkeeper.
0: Yep.
2: Uh, Rumours are that he celebrated it with uh, some Galbi and Solju, but we're unsure.
0: <laughs> I did quite I did listen to his uh, acceptance speech and it was obviously all in Spanish and translated and nowhere did I hear a single <laughs> but he did do it <laughs> I'm sure it was in there somewhere it was in there somewhere yeah. Uh, and yeah I think
2: pretty much we're getting towards the end of the of, of the awards uh there were some more prizes. The greenest stadium, I'm not quite sure what that means, but anyway.
0: I guess environmentally friendly.
2: Environmentally friendly stadium went to Pohai, generally because there's no one there.
0: Because it's right in the middle of a a massive polluting steelworks.
2: (laughs) Yeah, no idea how that uh, that one, but anyway.
0: I mean, I guess it's the one sort of few square metres of green grass within a a massive industrial complex, so. Uh,
2: another, Another strange, strange award, yeah. Uh, John Book won some more awards, they won uh, being fan friendly, they won the most fans, I guess that's the same thing, technically.
0: Rumour has it this, uh, over the off season they're going to sign Robin Van Persie, what do you think about that? So I'll get Dayan, ag- Dayan again and John Book get Robin Van Persie. I'm not
2: sure it's RVP, I think it's actually <laughs> RVD, Rod Van Damme, the ex-WWE wrestler, I think that's who they're signing. <laughs> I don't think there's any R.V.P.
0: You know who they should sign? El- Ex-Celtic player...
2: Van- Sam Maloney?
0: No, Van... Van... What's his name? Vanegor of Hesselink, or whatever the fuck his name was. Jan
2: Venegor of Hesselink, yeah.
0: <laughs> best... Best name ever.
2: <laughs> the most expensive name on the back of a shirt ever. That's why we call him J-V-O-H, because we're Scottish, so we're like, stuff that I'm not being with Jan Venegor of Hesselink. i am being am being J-V-O-H. I'm being J-V-O-H. Yes, that's true The back up all the shots Jivey O-H No one ever put Jivey O-H We don't spend money On things in Scotland And this is whiskey Okay and then The final award <coughs> Was to the three people Who have contributed most To the K-League This season
0: So this is the award That we thought We, had, we were in with a chance with Right Oh well,
2: three people Me, you, Kareem
0: <laughs> Me, you who? Kareem Oh Kareem <laughs>
2: Kiran ban.
0: Me, you and the lady from Vons. <laughs>
2: yes. Uh, unfortunately, that award went to three Koreans instead. I went to the mayor of Songnam. I
0: agree. I uh, can't really disagree with that. He's done a lot for promoting football in the area.
2: Yep. Until he gets de-elected, however it's called, next week next year. Uh, the mayor of Ansan. don't really know much about that one. I would have thought the mayor of Anyang I don't really know much about Ansan how much of I guess turning the police team into Ansan FC but that happened last year I'm not really quite sure why he won an award for contribution to football I, I don't
0: really get that one Yeah, I'm, I can't really comment on the outs yeah. of that but I
2: mean I know that they went from being the police team to being Ansan FC
0: but that was last season but before that, another team which they sent off to Koyang, right?
2: Yeah, so I'm not really quite sure why that one happened. And, ha-
0: having uh, said that, of, of the three awards, this was not the most controversial for me.
2: Well, I don't know, like the final person, the presenter
0: of KBS Sports. Uh, that, that was ridiculous because, I mean, we've, we've talked once or twice over the course of the season about how poor television K- coverage yeah. of... And obviously KBS agreed to show, I think, ten, <laughs> 10 games plus some highlights, but that's nothing out of the potential several hundred games they could have shown
2: well it should also be noted that kbs sports or kbs n sports uh, showed uh, songnam versus uh rnf and started their 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 their, their, their uh, live coverage 30 minutes into the game when it was one-0 with songnam and the final score was one-0 and it didn't show a highlight of the goal at any point in time during the game
0: and then other times, so
2: how that guy can win
0: any award is beyond me. Other times, the uh, what they've done is, if they've got to delay the start, they'll show, say the match is starting an hour late because the be- baseball's overrun. They'll show it from zero minutes from the top. So yeah. It's, so say well, it was a live broadcast, but no, it's not. It's not. You're showing from zero, but an hour late. So it's. Anyone that's got internet or whatever will already know what happened in the first yeah. half. And I guess in that situation they're in a kind of no-win situation because whether they're going to show with an hour time delay or whether they're going to show live with with skipping the first hour. Well, but, but, to... but,
2: yeah, which is which, which, which what they did with the Guangzhou um, RNF game.
0: And what they should do is prepare like highlights of the, the time they've missed and just whack those up no. quickly. Uh, I'm not
2: sure... KBS Sports winning that award is actually worth it. But,
0: anyway. but having said that, their coverage this year has been marginally better than last year. They have actually committed to showing various games. Whereas uh, it's last still, year. Yeah. It's, it's still absolutely piss poor, but it is better than last year.
2: And it's still better than NBC and SBS.
0: And if through they have this. no
2: interest at all whatsoever.
0: If through this award he does decide, say, oh, next year I'll do a bit more, then maybe, maybe it's kind of like a a, a bribe to better KBS be. coverage. So. Okay.
2: And uh, that was pretty much it, that was all the was. all that had to happen was uh, for us to not get ejected uh, or ejaculated, <laughs> um, so yeah, uh, there's no truth in the matter that we tried to sign up to be the ninth Nine
0: And uh, No we did. Our, our, our trials next week. Do I have to wear a lacquer? You do.
2: Sweet. Uh, but yeah, that's pretty much it. Um, it was, it was a, a day of awards that probably should not have gone to John Book for the most part. Some surprising, some expected and one or two completely and utterly ridiculous.
0: Yeah, uh, it was a heavily green award ceremony with it. I mean, obviously they did win the league by a quite significant margin, but I don't think they're that, that much better over the course of the season. Mm.
2: I, mean, I think when you consider the fact that they crashed out of the FA Cup uh, to the hands the, at the at the hands of Pohang, uh, when you consider the fact that they, I mean, I, I know it doesn't include the ACL, but they weren't particularly impressive in the in the ACL either. I'm a little bit surprised that that He won. I mean, imagine the award. Had they won the double, then yes, definitely. But I think their poor performance in the FA Cup should have meant he didn't win the award, to be honest. Yeah. Okay, Paul, so Igor, he says it was some music.
0: Indeed, I am.
2: And I stood up and said it should have been me.